So here we go, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social, the show where the KOA Army share their thoughts on all things town. And of course, the Kings of Anglia podcast is proudly sponsored by Manscaped and Ginger Pickle. Um, hope everyone has had a good week. Thanks again for tuning in to the show. I'm joined this week by Alex and Bono as we discuss all things town. Of course, leading into a very big game this weekend against Sheffield Wednesday at Portman Road. Let's get right over to Alex, first of all. Alex, it's great to have you back on the show. How is things? Yeah, give us a little catch-up on yourself, my friend. Uh, I'm very well. Uh, thank you, Ross. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. It's been quite a while since I um, joined the wonderful game day crew. Um, I haven't been at the last couple of games, which has been very frustrating. But obviously, I'm in Bristol, so I will be there next Tuesday. And um, yeah, just like everyone, just going through this roller coaster that is Ipswich Town. I wasn't going to. I wasn't expecting any less, and uh, here we are on that roller coaster again. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, I think the last time I saw you was in down in Exeter, um, and that was uh, you know a good win on Sky, and um, yeah, it was good seeing you, and you you helped me out that that that, that afternoon, which was good. Um, the man that is joining us is good old Bono. Always a pleasure, my friend. How's things? Hey Ross. Hey Alex. I am I am exceptionally well, actually. I'm really, really. I'm happy to be here. And I just can't wait to get started. I, I, can't, I sound like a new signing, don't I? You know, can't wait to meet the lads, get out on the grass. And um, yeah, facilities are fantastic. So <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. Massive club, huge club. The history, you know, yeah. it's all good. The pod's all right as well. So well done, everyone. Top man, top man. Always a pleasure. Yeah, I think one day we should do like a cliche bingo show where we just talk about all the cliches and all the bingo names and all that sort of stuff. I'm sure my cliches are up there, you know, good old, all that jazz, my friend. I've probably said that three or four times already today. The, the shoulder thing. The shoulder thing. thing as well. I've got the new the new mic thing. I don't know where that's come from. I just, well, I think I did it once and I thought that, that looked cool. So yeah, I'm going to go with it. Go with it. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, Well, boys, and as you said, Alex, it is a roller coaster. Um, supporting this football club. Lots of ups and downs. Definitely a lot of downs, unfortunately, in the last 20 years. Um, definitely for me as a, as a town fan. But there's been some ups. There's been a lot of positivity this year. But let's talk about the current mood, how you're feeling the last few weeks. Um, some interesting results. You know, the Burnley games, we've shown we can play against some of the best teams in the Championship in those two games. You know, a goal to draw at Portman Road. Of course, losing 2-1 at Turf Moor. But, you know, we took them 180 minutes for them to knock us out. And then, of course, we've had Cambridge and Oxford squeezed in there. The Morecambe 4-0 win. But, Alex, what's your current mood right now with the last few weeks? Yeah, I think with the Burnley game and all the comments from Vincent Company and the other players and all the respect from the fans about how well we played and this is a championship side in the making. And, and it was all, you know, it wasn't false praise. It was all very genuine. And I think it just drills home how the potential of the club and what an opportunity there is there now. I said to you, remember back in September, October, I didn't think we'd go up top two. I never believed that for one second. I thought it, would, it wouldn't be enough time for McKenna to get what he wanted. I still think that. Um, but we'll talk a little bit later on. I've got a bit of stats about the season so far and what's coming up. It's such fine margins for us, isn't it? It's just such fine margins. We're so close to maybe making it. I think this Wednesday game is is huge. It's it's absolutely massive. Um, it's beyond. It's one of the biggest games we've had for a long time. You know, going back to the playoff really against Norwich in 2015. But it's such fine margins. We're so close. If we were to beat Wednesday and be just three points behind them, 
of course, we're back in the mix. And I'm not saying we're not in the mix for the top two. We are. But our form has been poor for a while in terms of, you know, three clean sheets in 12. Um, we're, we're not beating teams that we should be beating. And just the general flow hasn't been great. We, we're not where we were at the start of the season. So how's my mood? My mood is, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be optimistic about top two because I never really was. I just don't want us to be caught. I don't want us to be caught. Because if Derby take that game in hand, we're not even in the top three anymore. Never mind the top two. So let's be real, you know. Um, so four wins, six draws, two defeats in our last 12. But only, um, was it one clean sheet or two, two, three clean sheets? We're not keeping the clean sheets anymore. And we're scoring goals, but we're not keeping the clean sheets. I'll come back to all the stats that I've got in front of me, Ross. Um, we are where I thought we'd be. It's just that because we were so high for so long and have been going so well, um, you know, with 17 games left, people say there's 51 points to play for. That's 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 BS. There isn't 51 points to play for because no one is going to go and win the next 17 games. No one in the league. So there isn't actually, really, realistically, 51 points to play for. You're not going to win all those. There's around about 35 to 40 that we should be getting with the fixtures that we've got. It's a case of whether we can get those 35 to 40. If we beat Wednesday, it all changes. If we lose to Wednesday, we really need to start thinking that we're not going to make it. I think it'll be a draw. I really hope for top two, but I never really believed in it, if I'm honest, Ross. That's fair enough. Everyone's got their opinions. And, you know, let's bring in good old Bono, the man who's always positive. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's times you're like, oh, God say it, town, but I know it's going to happen. Um, but what's your mood, my friend? You know, it's been a lot of talk in our chat on Twitter and everything like that. Is this team going to do it? Oh, what's going to happen? What's your thoughts, my friend? I think anybody that knows me is, uh, knows that I'm a bit of a kind of like a cautious optimist. I like to keep things real. I always try and see both sides of the argument in in you know whatever situation that that faces me. Um, but we're here to talk about Ipswich, and we are so unpredictable, aren't we? I think if you asked a thousand people how 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 they thought we'd get on against Cambridge, nearly everybody would say, "Yeah, we should beat them, and we will beat them." And then you know we've seen possibly the poorest performance of the season, and we've only come away um, with a point, um, same as last year, really. Um, at Cambridge where we threw away that lead but I think heading into you know this is the business end of the season it's the last third we've got those 17 games left and like my boy Alex said you know no one is going to win 17 if they do then praise be because I don't think there's any side ever won 17 games in a row in league one let alone the championship let alone the premier league no not at all so yeah we do need to be aiming for that 35 to 40 point mark um but you know with everybody else seems to be in form or or hitting form at the moment my my, my dog's wailing so i might have to go sort her out in a minute um and yeah we just need to we're, we're running out of games aren't we i mean it almost feels kind of obscene to say that with 17 games left it's almost like we're talking like we've only got like nine or ten games left um but <laughs> I'm going to have to sort my dog out. Back in a minute. Hold that thought. Hold that thought, Bono. Um, let's, Alex, let's talk about just belief. You know, I think that's the big you know, word yeah. to be used really now when it sort of segues yeah. into sort of the next feature on the podcast because 
yeah, 17 games. We've got to believe in this squad. Can they do it? You know, of course, we're in a different position we were last time this year. You know, I was ready to go and yep, season's dead, whatever. But this year, I'm like, yeah, we're still in the mix. We're still up there. Do you have the belief in this team? You know, what's needed to get over the line? I think there's a lot of factors involved in what's happening at the club. For me, the, the mental pressure on the players is, is massive. Playing for this club with the support that we have, um, the attendances, the fans, the expectation, there is a real mental pressure on the players. It's huge. It really is massive. This expectation is so big. Ashton, game changer coming in. Um, and, you know, we started with a hiss and a roar. First 12 games, um, we won eight of them, three draws, one defeat. We were flying. And then that increases the anticipation and the pressure on the players. And can they handle it? Can can they deal with it? We talked about it before. That Charlton game was absolutely massive back at the end of November, wasn't it? Um, the four-all. There isn't any other game where we've conceded more than two goals all season. All season. That's the only game. And since then, there's been 12 games. Yeah? Four wins, six draws and two defeats. We couldn't beat Shelnham at home. We couldn't beat Fleetwood at home. We couldn't beat Lincoln away. And we couldn't beat Oxford, lost to Oxford away in those 12 games. Now, that's not top two form. Is that mental thing a huge issue? It is for me. Absolutely. Because to me, the players are there and the squad is there. But do they believe? Can he get them over the line? A key question, I'll ask Bono this as well, is does he know his best 11? And I don't think any fan... Uh, if you took 10 town fans, I think eight, seven or eight of them would come up with different 11s. I don't think he's got his prime 11 yet. And I think that will hopefully come in the next few weeks because you need consistency. Harness has disappeared the last two games, hasn't started the last two league games. So I'm assuming he's coming out of the, out of the, out of the situation. So he's got all these players at his disposal. Um, but the last 12 games, this is a three-month form blip. And that's not a blip. That's a pattern of play. That's a pattern. That's not a blip. That's just that's just over a third of a season, 12 games, where apart from Morecambe and, you know, when have, been, when have we been at those high levels from the beginning of the season? We haven't touched them. So it's about that mental game. There is so much pressure on these boys and expectation with 29,000 fans. And it's a privilege, but it's also a pressure. And I think... Mentally, we're just we're just not quite there and we're conceding too many silly goals. We're not keeping as many clean sheets anymore. But of course, I believe I think the squad is there. I think I believe we've got a better squad than Plymouth. I think Wednesday will win the league. But I'm really worried about Derby and I'm concerned about us just falling away down to fifth or sixth. And I think that I think that would be a real. Like we said, if, if Derby take their game in hand, we are fourth. We're fourth. So if Barnsley and Bolton keep going, we're not showing any signs of that turnaround and integrating new players like Broadhead and Hurst into the squad is not going to be easy. And now we're getting injuries now. We think Evans might be injured. Is Luongo injured? So huge pressure on the boys. Um, we, want, we want them to feel supported. We want them to feel that they, that they are backed. There is a, a small minority of Ipswich fans that are being very negative about what's happening at the club. I've never been one of them. From where we were to where we are now, it's a huge celebration. I just believe it would take McKenna a bit longer to get us up. But we all back the players. 99% of the fans 
are right behind Ipswich Town and the team and McKenna. There, are, there isn't anybody calling for McKenna's head that I rationally that I rationally know of. And if you hear any noise like that on social media, it's it's BS. It's not true. There's no one calling for McKenna's head. We know how good a manager he can become. So what we want is the players to believe in themselves and to really go for what the, what they're being told. But we have been poor at the back and conceded too many poor goals. That's 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 that's, that's obvious. Yeah. And the other thing that we'll, we'll come to is we are not clinical enough. Yeah, very true. We are not clinical enough. We have not put teams away when we should have done, and it's costing us. So I think playoffs will be the end game. Do I think that's where we should be? Yes, I believe that's where we should we, we should be. I think that's our level. Plymouth are outstanding, and Wednesday ain't stopping. So, yeah, I hope I'm wrong. Really do. I could still be wrong. We could still make the top two. We beat Wednesday. It all changes. Yeah, yeah. I hate to use the word. It is a must-win game, cliche time um, against them. But uh, let's bring in Bono. And do you know what, Bono? This is probably the first time that I've seen it's just town team that I've really trusted in in a way and i know there's been some bad results and they've thrown away leads and you know wins but i just feel it's just something different about this team um what where are you at at the moment with just the belief in the team we've got some players who have won promotion out of this division before you know sam morsey connor chaplin christian walton lee evans um so we, we have got winners in this team before we never really had winners did we we used to have players who just about you know got survived relegation from a team or just been a mid-table player but we've got winners in our team um, and Akira McKenna, you know, he's going to lead this team, hopefully, to some glory. But we'll see. But where, where are you at the moment? I definitely, I definitely echo Alex's thoughts uh, in terms of, you know, I don't, I don't think there's two. And I don't mean this in a condescending way. It's almost like we, I think there's a large amount of our fan base that basically think we're entitled to automatic promotion and aren't really taking into account how good some of the other teams are. The fact that we've got all these decent sides in form, and I've just, you know, apologies for the break. I had to let my greyhound out for a wee, bless her, but she's back in from the cold, thankfully, and she's, I was checking she's in a little spot there. But I, I, we are basically playing all the teams around us in, in this next phase. So, yeah, we're going to be playing Sheffield Wednesday, Derby, Bolton, Barnsley, Peterborough, Wickham, um, Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury, depending on which side of the tracks you're from. Um, I trust the team. They're winners. You forgot to mention Ladapa, who got promoted last season, of course. He's our boy. He's Mark Begg's boy. Um, that's all right. It's all right. It's all right. There's, so everything is in there. Everything is in there to, to give this team success. Is it to do with luck? Do we have we not had the rub of the green? Well, yeah, perhaps. Uh, and it is about fine margins and marginal gains and and things like that. But I think we kind of need to start getting our act together. You know, there's a massive buzz about the club at the moment. The team, you know, you can just see even like from the from the snippets that the club put out on, on the social media, which by the way, the content is at the moment is is the best I think it's ever been. You see the togetherness, you see the camaraderie with the players at, at training and uh, on match days as well, before, during, and after when we score, everybody celebrates after a game. Pretty much all the team and the and the backroom staff acknowledge the crowd and acknowledge each other. And you know, we've not really seen much of that in the past few years, especially you know since the since the start of the Evans era um thankfully that's in the dim and distant past now um 
I trust them. Yeah, I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic. Um, but we're still so unpredictable, aren't we? Just like I mentioned before, Cambridge, you know, is 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 it will anybody be surprised if we win? Like I predicted when I did my little video cameo for the main pod today, I predicted three nil. Would anybody be surprised? Yeah, there, there will be some, but I'll... Oh. I tell you what, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. Sorry. Um, Alex, jump in. I'll catch my breath. I tell you what grinds my gears, what really grinds my gears is the term a fair result. Oh, I think that was a fair result. Overall, it's, overall, it was a fair result. That football isn't about being fair. Football isn't fair. If life was fair, I wouldn't be driving a Vauxhall Aguila. But life is not fair. So this fair result thing, right? When Derby came back with, with three minutes left and beat whoever they beat 2-1 with two late goals, that probably wasn't fair on the home team. You play really well. Football isn't fair, right? Let's get this straight. I don't think that's fair result. A fair result is is just getting it done. It's getting the job done. Oh, overall, they probably deserve the job. No, they, you, you kill teams off. You kill them. You beat them. We should not be failing to beat Cheltenham, Fleetwood, Lincoln and Oxford. Not all four of them in the last six, eight weeks. That's not promotion form. That's not it. And I don't know what it is because he has so much, so many good players at his disposal. It's such a good squad now. But it is such fine margins. But this thing about a fair result, football ain't fair, is it? It's not a fair sport. And when you get chances and you're on top and you're dominating, you've got to do everything that you can to win. True. And and, and, and if, if I can jump in a minute, I, I mean you've 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 pulled out some you've pulled out the stats that I that I do like, the stats that matter, Alex, and they are the results and the form and patterns and things like that. The stats that I've kind of started to care less about are the ones that are like the like the on vogue stats, the possession, the XG, XG. The, and stuff like that. You know, and if football was fair, then we'd be winning every game 4-0. Because you look at our stats, we we look like one of the best teams in the world. You know, when we are on our day and we play well, that's great. But you know, we are how can I how can I say this? We we have to find another way to play, and it we demonstrated it against the the Burnley games. When we play against teams that have maybe a similar outlook to football, then we are afforded that time and that space. But you know, sadly for League One, there are there are teams that will just come here just to survive, and you know, every point's a prisoner type thing to steal a, a McMcCarthyism, um, just like you did, Ross, with the phrase "goose," which did take me goose. It did. I didn't know what that meant. I've lived a sheltered life here in Suffolk for the last two it's decades, goose, haven't I? Goose. It's proper goose, lad. Um, but yeah, but no, that's look, you know. To look at it positively, right? We've got seventeen games left. The nine home games are Forest Green, Burton, Achington Stanley, Shrewsbury, Wickham, Charlton, Port Vale, and Exeter. Oh. Now, now that we will go into every single one of those games as favourite, yeah. Of the four away games, you got Bolton. Barnsley, Derby and Peterborough. They're the tricky ones. And then the other four are Fleetwood, Cheltenham, MK Dons and Bristol Rovers. Now, 
that's 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 enough there isn't there we can get enough out of that to conceivably get us over the line and 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 that's the positive thing is that of those nine home games should we really lose any of them that's not being arrogant that's just saying Charlton, Port Vale, Exeter, Forest Green, Burton, Accrington Stanley, Shrewsbury and Wickham at home could we not could we not conceivably win eight and draw one of those and if we did and 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 and, and compete in away games then yes but that's the thing is it's all set up for us. It's all in front of us. It's there if we want to grab it. Have we got the nous and the players and the squad to grab it? He still doesn't know his best team. And that's a that's a worry for me. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't want us to fall fourth. Don't derby to go up. I don't want us to be stuck in fourth and fifth. Because that wouldn't be representative represent represent that wouldn't represent what we're capable of doing. The frustration is that we're not delivering what we're capable of doing. That's what I think. We're not we're not hitting the heights that we should be hitting with the players that we have. I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah. Do you know what? When you write out them fixtures, I thought, what is everyone roaring about? Yeah, we're going to win all those home games. We're going to win most of those away games. Um, but as you know, it's, you know, as you said, we're going to be all positive going into those games. Yeah, these are must-win games and we should be winning those games. But we've we found out when we play the teams like Fleetwood and Cheltenham at home, they've got a, a point. But um, but no, those fixtures on paper, Alex, they look pretty kind. Um, you know, of course, Derby game, Barnsley game, Peterborough, and of course, Wednesday this weekend are going to be tough games. But yeah. Can I give you a football, can I give you a football cliche? Do it. Football's played on grass. It's not played on paper. Yeah, very that's, that's, yeah, very true, very true. But on paper, it doesn't look as bad as uh, some people might be thinking. But yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. And and if you remember, you know, our away form was quite decent. You know, we we were finding the home games quite difficult because we were teams were setting themselves up. And I, and I think I think when people say, "Oh, they just came here to defend," well, I'm not being funny. Which I hate that phrase. I'm really sorry. If we were playing a better team away, we would set up exactly the same. So if yeah, we do absolutely. go up, which I think we will, and if we go to say whoever gets relegated from the Premier League this season, are we going to play how we do at home? No, we're not. You know, no. we we I truly believe that Kieran McKenna is an absolute mastermind in the making. You know, clip this and we'll look back to where we are and where he is. Hopefully, we'll still be together in five years, but. We we will set up exactly the same, and we just need to learn how to break those teams down. Because like we like we mentioned before, we are creating those chances. You know, do you remember the chat a couple of months ago? You know, leading up to Christmas in the January window, we need a twenty goal a season striker. Well, we got we got two or three players that might all get twenty goals. You know, our goals come from all over the pitch. Yeah, we could do more at set pieces, but how much better are are our set pieces this year than, than compared to where we were last year and the year before? I think I think the players sometimes, in terms of finishing, they tighten up a little bit. I think they're not they're not flowing when they're they're going for chances. I mean, Caden, shoot, Jack, shoot, Caden, God damn it. Caden Jackson against Burnley, that chance that he had on his left foot, he just hit it straight at the goalkeeper. It was a big corner for him to aim for. He's he's not a finisher. Um, but we don't slice teams open. I don't remember us seeing do many one-on-ones and really guilt-edged chances that we miss a lot of. We kind of create these half chances and these bits and bobs. But again, it's just that that clinical area. But we've stopped getting clean sheets. The best team, the team in the league with the, who've conceded the fewest goals is Derby. Derby and Plymouth. They've, they've conceded like 18 goals. It's incredible. 
It's all built on clean sheets, and we've stopped Sheffield, keeping Sheffield them. Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday have got a great record as well. I think they've got a really good clean sheet record. I think they're nearly going to reach a club record soon. We're not keeping yeah. as many clean sheets. Three and 12, one and four, we keep a clean sheet. It's kind of, but it's such fine margins. We're so close. And I think maybe the pressure is weighing heavily on them a little bit. That expectation is so, so heavy. And and we were favourites. We're not favourites anymore. But we're still favourite. We're still favourites ahead of Plymouth in terms of going automatic promotion. We're still above Plymouth with the bookies. We're, we're 11 to 10 or whatever. And, and, and Plymouth are a little bit further out. It's incredible. I just don't... I just don't see it over the past three months of form. Here's a good stat for you, boys. We, we're the top goal scorers in the league. We scored 54 goals in 29 games. And I and, and all I can, you know, I come, how many games do we come away from where we could have we could have doubled or trebled the goals? I, I'm not greedy, but I want to see some five, six, seven, eight, nine nils. I think that's boosted from a few four nils and three nils and the Charlton 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. Isn't it? But I know yeah. what you're saying, but it's just it's dried up at both ends. We're not keeping clean sheets and we're missing chances at the other end. Yeah. So unfortunately, Derby and Barnsley are in Bolton. They're all a bit of a worry for me. Yeah. yeah we've, got, we've got to still play them, of course, annoyingly at their place. Um, you know, yeah. we've been able to beat Derby at our place. Uh, Barnsley and, of course, Bolton, we, we drew against them early in the season. But, yeah, once again, they're going to be big games when we go into them. Um, we haven't well, we haven't tumbled we haven't tumbled off a cliff. No. We've, we've, we've won two, drawn six. We've won four, drawn six, and lost two of our last 12. But it's not top two form. That's not, that's not good enough. And it's been for the last two or three months. So it's not a blip. It's a pattern. And he, and he needs to, A, find his best team. And we need to keep a few clean sheets. And then, you know, who knows? You asked, I think, Ross, you spoke earlier about, you know, do, do we know? I think it was Alex actually you said this, you know, do, do you know the best 11? No, not really. Are we are we like a little bit of a football manager type side where because we've been able to go out and buy, you know, some absolutely cracking players? You know, I've, I've no doubt that a lot of this team could walk into some championship teams, but do we have too many good players? Is that the problem? Is it not better to have a core of 12 or 13 great players and six or seven dependable deputies rather than, you know, you looked at our rotated side that we played against Burnley, you know, a lot of them haven't had regular football. Um, how would have our, you know, preferred starting lineup of the last month or so, how would they have done against Burnley? You know, Walton in goal instead of Haladki, um, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We, we've we're very lucky to have a squad we've got in terms of you know the depth and you know but then Sheffield Wednesday got the same. Some people question Derby and Barnsley have they got you know extra quality when if they have injuries, but um we'll, we'll talk about the it's, game this weekend in a sec. But yeah, Karen, can I, Alex, I was just saying that it doesn't matter about squads; it's about winning. Yeah, it's about having a habit. There are teams all the time in in divisions that emerge because they go on a run and they become impregnable. They become a force of nature because they keep winning games. They don't. They stop knowing how to forget how to lose. Winning is a habit. It's a habit. It breeds confidence. And it doesn't matter how big the squad is. Players are getting an extra five, ten percent out of themselves because they know they're on something special and they start winning. The pressure is now so so heavily laid on these players that um, a win against Sheffield Wednesday for me would could kickstart everything. But that's the thing. We've been saying we need to kickstart. We need to go on a run. We haven't won two league games in a row since October. 
Yeah, that's not great. That is a, that is a really poor stat. Okay. And expectations need to be realistic with Ipswich fans. Mm-hmm. Do you know one thing that's gone under the radar when I just brought up the league table now? We've drawn 10 games. We've only lost four, which is fantastic. One fifteen, but we've drawn 10. So some of those have been, you know, because the Charlton game is, that was the great the late late goal from Fleetwood to get to make it 1-1. But that's gone under a bit of radar. And yeah, I think draws, you know, it's a point still, still a point on the board, but some of those have been two points dropped. And as you say, Alex, you know, you just need that winning momentum. And yeah, we haven't won back-to-back league games since October, which once again, maybe gone under radar a little bit as well. Even though we go on like a six-game unbeaten run, okay, there could be like three wins there and, you know, two draws and draws, yeah. it's not not back-to-back wins but we shall see as you said this weekend is a big one um but let's have a little pause here boys i'm um, having a little bit of silliness just to mix it up to some of the serious chat we've had some great debate great discussions boys thanks for that um hope everyone is enjoying the podcast so far let's talk though about the strike four questions plus a tiebreaker as always bringing back some former players um a lot of birthdays in February, I've looked. A lot of birth- Even current players have got a lot of birthdays. So February is a month for babies being born in Itchy Town squads. Um, and question one is on an Italian goalkeeper, um, Matteo Cerrini. Um, How many clean sheets did he keep in 33 games for town? Of course, in the Premier League slash UEFA Cup. Uh, Matteo Cerrini. Um, 33 clean sheets. Of course, closest to the correct answer gets the point. If you get it bang on, ladies and gentlemen, you get double points. Um, so, as always, play at home. If you're on your drive, on your train to work, uh, wherever you're you're listening to this, hope you're having a good day. Um, but, boys, what do you reckon then? 33 games, how many clean sheets? Eight. Seven. Okay, then. Let me just get the answer up. Who has it got it back? Someone's got it bang on, by the way. And that person... Is Alex? It is eight clean sheets, so two points for Alex, and he is celebrating like he should do. But it's still early days, Bono. Do not worry. Still early days. Question two <laughs> is about Richard Naylor. Bam, 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 bam. Now, do you know not enough about Richard Naylor? Do you know his middle name, boys? Is it Alan? Is it Alex? Or is it Andrew? I've decided to stick to the A men's names, and I thought I'll. Uh, See if Alex will go for his own name or will he go different? But Alan, Alex, or Andrew? I think three very solid names, aren't they? Really solid names. Okay, Alex, what do you reckon, my friend? You're going to go for your namesake? Always going Alan. Both gone Alan. Of course, you know, read it in your head. Richard Alan Naylor. Richard Lee. No, that's, that's another thing I was going to put. Richard Alex Naylor or Richard Andrew Naylor. The correct answer is Alan. So it is three, one. And um, question three is on a, a very different player, um, both sort of similar position. Ivan Campo, the Spanish, Spanish curly haired. Spanish. And, uh, <laughs> that's not even a thing. Have the Spaniel. Spanish. 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 Shirt number time, though, for you, Bono. Um, yeah. What shirt number did Ivo Campo wear during his time at town? Was it 21, 26, or 33? Um, now, if Alex gets this right, he does. Oh, no, they, the question four is actually closest to the correct answer. So you could still get a double points if you get a bang on. I think if Alex do does get this right, he <laughs> will win. He'll be 4-1 up. And, yeah, he won't be able to, to win on the final question. But you never know. 26. 
21. And Bono is back in it. It is 21. So it's 3 oh, 2. Crap. So crap so, at this game. No, mate, you, you got the first question bang on. Never win. Points. Well, wait and see. Question four is on good old Alan Armstrong. Um, now, how many goals did he score for town in 94 games? Um, of course, correct answer, Bono. If you get it bang on, you win. If you if you get it the closest, you get to a tiebreaker. Um, if Alex, if you get it right, my friend, you have won. You have won. So, 94 games. Um, he actually did pretty well on his, I think it was his, one of his first games. Not his first game, of course. His debut was against Liverpool. But I think one of his very early games, he scored two goals. So, there's two goals for you. Um, of course, the famous he scored against Inter Milan at both times. So that's four goals for you. Uh, of course, the, the header at Porton Road and the penalty at the San Siro. Um, so, it's four goals for you, ladies and gentlemen. But um, did he score any more? I hope he did. Um, there we go. Okay. 23 is Alex. 27 is good old Bono. <laughs> the correct answer is 19. So, Alex, you are the winner, my friend. 4-2. 19 goals in 94 games. Yeah. That's rubbish. I knew Great, it wasn't it? huge. No. But then let, let me quickly get, let's see, 35 su well, substitution appearances. So 59 starts and 35 sub-appearances. So I'm giving them that. You, you know, you can't always make an impact when you come off the bench. What, like, yeah. Some of those could be just like 10-minute cameos or even five-minute cameos. So, I mean, but, I won, um, so that's the main thing. Yeah, you won. You won. Um, question is, though, Alex, I know you say you don't win this that often, but are you going to gamble it for the tiebreaker? Absolutely. Gamble. Always gamble. What, okay. under, one, under one or more with six stars. Okay, there we go. Gamble responsibility, of course. Um, now, tiebreaker is on Sheffield Wednesday. And now, how many times have Town won or beat Sheffield Wednesday at Portman Road in 28 games? 28 games against the Owls at Portman Road. Yeah. Um, we actually haven't beaten them, I think, at Portman Road since 2016. I think so. I think three or four meetings we haven't been able to, to beat them. There's been draws and some defeats in there. But 28 games. If Alex, no, if Bono gets a bang on, he steals the strike crown this week. If he doesn't, Alex wins overall. Let's see. And I uh, hope you have been doing well on the strike this week, ladies and gentlemen, tuning in from where you're at. So, okay, we've got 15. 14. Okay, then. <laughs> well, I'm going to go backwards here. So, 11 defeats at Portman Road. Five draws. 12, 12. wins. So, so, what does that mean? Uh, you win, Alex, because Bono Thank didn't you. get a bang on. Is it not a draw? <laughs> no, no, you have to no, get a bang on to win. Tie break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you, not a draw. You, you were the closest, but it was 4 3 overall. Yeah, it's, def so. it's definitely oh, not. <laughs> Alex, Alex, well done. Thanks, well mate. done. You, that, you, owe that was... a, you owe me a Guinness. I'll get you a Guinness. I'll get you a Guinness to start. But at the Greyhound, or other pubs are available, but they're not as good. <laughs> nah, well, it'll only be the Greyhound. Yeah. Um, but Alex, my friend, you won. A little speech from you, my friend, as we segue into. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I mean, I'd like to thank the academy. Um, I'd like to thank. I'd, I'd like to thank the writers. I mean, I mean, without their words, I'm nothing. I'm I'm merely a portal to um, to their creative thoughts. And um, like I say, pleasure to be nominated and just great to be involved. Tom, man, you've won it. You won the Oscar. Happy days. There we go. Get in. Okay, then, boys, let's do it. Then 
let's do the big preview, the big game, the must-win game, and all that sort of stuff. That's the first question, actually. Let's do it. Is this a must-win game, guys? Is that that's the cliche we're going to use? I'm sure going into this one. Take away, Alex. Must win. What, what do you reckon? If we have ambitions for top two, then yes. Um, I think we have to we have to start reeling them back in now with a good run of fixtures after this one as well. So there's an opportunity there. And um, if we want to go up automatically, we need to beat the teams that are in the automatic spots. There's only, the, the, you know, there's only two spots there and we've got to get back in there. If we were to lose potentially nine points behind them and um, if Plymouth get a good result, then we're nine points behind them. I really can't see them dropping nine points and that's gaining on the nine points. So it depends what our ambitions are. I think it'll be a draw. But if we want to, if we, if we still want to hope for top two, I think we've got to win this game. I think we'll be in the playoffs regardless. But I really do. It'd be great to see a statement win, and it would great be great to see just all the pieces that are there come together, and everything that, that we think is there that actually emerges into a, into a full ninety-five minute performance where we don't concede late or we don't concede a sloppy goal. And we're just as professional. I mean, I watched the Sheffield Wednesday Plymouth highlights. Wednesday bossed that game pretty much. I mean, I know Hillsborough's horrible in terms of pitch quality, but they were just physical and strong with good touch, Bannon pulling the strings. They just worked and won, and it was comfortable in the end. We need to get back to where we were early in the season. I don't think we'll win, but I hope to God we can well do. Indeed, my friend. Bono, feelings on this one? You asked if it's a must-win game. Um, echo the doctor's thoughts. Spoiler alert from the main pod. With 17 games to go, I don't think there is such a thing as a must-win game. However, it is a must-not-lose game. We must not lose this game. Um, yeah, I went 3-0. <clears throat> but I'm a hopeless, hopeless optimist. <laughs> But I think we'll win. And yeah, we're going to win 3 0. And, you know, cue the, cue the Nigel Farage video clip. You know, you all laughed at me. Or who's <laughs> laughing now? Um, <laughs> no, we're going we're gonna to get better, don't we, really? Let's, let's, let's be honest. Wolfie's going to have a nightmare. Edmondson's going to have a wobble. Walton's going to dilly dally too long, pass it straight to Barry Bannon, who's going to chip him from 30 yards out. Um, yeah, I tell you who we need. Is it Kevin, the guy with the yellow shoes that I accosted, that I I accosted in the summer when he was over with Jason Shecterly? You know the mental, yeah, uh, got, got a mental coach, whatever he is. He's um, fizzle, fizzle, fizzle. So I should, no, I'm not going to try to say it. I'm not. Gonna... No, go on, have a go. <laughs> He's a sports psychologist, Money Penny. Um, yeah, we need him. You know, close the door, get the coaches out, and he's just going to say, "Look, boys, you know." And he wears those yellow shoes for a reason. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't care who else wears yellow. It's it's a colour. It's just can as important. You, can I ask you a question, Bono? You, you just did. What team would you play on Saturday in an ideal world? What team do you think would would start on Wednesday against Wednesday? Just in terms of. Not all of them, but who, who are the key players that you think will start or that you'd want to start? Uh, Walton, uh, Harry Clark, one of our own, um, Wolfenden, Burgess to combat their physical prowess uh, further up the pitch, um, Leif Davis 
because he's just a magnificent boy. Um, um, Sam Morsey, the Egyptian king. Um, Assuming Lee Evans is injured, has an injury. It's unconfirmed yet how long his spell on the sidelines on the old masseuse tables will be. Um, I wouldn't play Cam Humphreys. Yes, he's a yes, he's an able deputy, but this is a big, big game. Baying crowd, twenty nine thousand people that sometimes make a lot of noise and sometimes it's very quiet of late in that stadium. It's noticeable. Um, we think Luongo. Let's get ready. Luongo might be might be injured. I'd play Shawnee Aluko as a slightly more. Give him a little bit of freedom, get Morsey to hold a little bit. Because as much as I like Sam Morsey and Sam, hello if you're watching, um, for all the industry, for all of the chopping, you do that, Alex, you do the come on, boys, for all of the like, for all of the like hardness and nastiness and like the, the nasty bastardness, you might have to bleep that bit that he has, the industry isn't there for me. You know, the ball gets carried, the ball gets given away, we panic. Oh, God, retreat 10 yards. So I'd have I'd have Aluko and Morsey holding the three up top. I'd have Minty, Broadbent, Broadbean, Broadband, whatever we're going to call him. I think he will start to come into his own. Um, Charlie Chaplin behind the Romford Palais. We're more like Eusebio, you, you, really. Our um, our man, our boy, the peep, the person that I accosted in a supermarket, right. Frederick Oliinka Ladapo. I'd, right, I'd have him. Okay, so that's brilliant, Bono. Now, Ross, that team is completely wrong. He's not going to play that on Saturday. And that is that is that is the beautiful. That is the shots uh, fired. Shots fired. Alex Bell. That is the dichotomy that we have as fans: is that we don't know our best team yet, and neither and neither does McKenna. And um, I, I always thought we played three at the back, but then I read that we've actually been playing four. And and I always just thought it was a three-five-two or whatever, or three. I don't know, but whatever. We don't know what the best team is. And I think that's that's an issue for McKenna. I really do, especially integrating the new players. I'd love to see Luongo play against his old boys. Mm. Um, I think Freddie will play as well. As for the rest of it, I don't think any of us know. Um, but what it is, what it does mean is that whatever team he puts out, he has to get the very, very best out of them for Saturday. I think the Portman Road faithful, of which ha- has been quiet of late, as um, Bono so rightly said, I think they'll be right there with them Saturday. I think we're all going to give them absolutely everything. I don't believe that there is a negative feeling around the club that social mores might, social media might claim there is to be. I don't believe that for a second. And I think 80 to 90% of Ipswich fans are absolutely buzzing at everything that's happened to our club in the last 12 months. And we're all going to be giving them everything in the final run, the last 17 games. It's going to take a lot for us to get back into that top two, but I know all the fans are going to be there. And it starts on Saturday because, you know, I've predicted a draw, but I don't want to predict a draw. I want us to do them because I think we have the best squad. I do think we've got the best squad in the league. It's just that we have, for whatever reason, and there are lots of different reasons, there's not just one, we have fallen away from those first 12 games of the season. Eight wins, three three draws, one defeat with six clean sheets, 27 points from 36. That's how we started. Last 12 Four wins, six draws, two defeats, half 18 from 36. Nine points fewer than the first 12 games of the season. And that that's happened over a long period of time. So we're all with them. We all, we're all really 
buzzing about the club. What scares me is if we didn't go up this year, the players that we lose would be um, really a real challenge for next season. And I desperately hope, I desperately pray that we get up either way via the playoffs or the top two. But yeah, we're all going to be behind them, screaming. Our, you know, I won't be there Saturday, unfortunately, but I'll be. We're all buzzing. We all love the club. We love what everything, everything's happening at the club. And I just want to put out there that this this room, this stuff going around about negative Ipswich Town fans, well, they ain't anybody that I know or want to know. We're all buzzing. We're all really happy for where the club's gone in the last 18 months. It's been incredible. But I still think playoffs. Sorry. That's fine, mate. That's fine. Everyone can have their own opinion on that. Um, I'm going to call you Statman Alex going forward. There's a lot of stats you've been throwing at us, which is always good, always helpful. Um, sort of segue into different things. Um, but boys, you've you've asked, you've told me your predictions already. I'm sadly going for a draw as well. I've gone one-one. Um, but we shall see. But what's your hot takes for the game, though, in terms of something that could happen? You know, to the blind, to the ridiculous, a goal scorer, a moment in the game. Um, what do you reckon? George Hurst is going to be a big talking point in this one because he's playing against his former side. Um, he's, you know, dad is a town, uh, town legend. He's a Sheffield Wednesday legend. Um, so I'm sure he's going to be well up for this. And he's come out already saying he, he wants to get one over them because of how his sort of career ended there. But um, yeah, what's your hot take for the game, Alex? And his uncle Jeff got a hat trick in the World Cup, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. Um, anyway, um, I think uh, Lightning. He didn't. he didn't. No, different, different spelling of the surname. Yes. Um, I think history will repeat itself. I think I predicted 2-2. I think something late's going to happen and I'm dreading it. And whether it's good or bad, I just I just see something in injury time. You know what? It might be really good for us. It might be a 3-2 winner. Hot take. Um, but there will be late drama. This game is laced with so much intrigue. It's It's absolutely massive. What you have is this is such a unique game in that you've got these two giants in terms of League One who really should be in the higher league coming together, but also knowing that Plymouth are screwing everything up for the pair of us. So Wednesday will be delighted with a draw. They really will. They'd be happy with a draw. They take it right now, I betcha. But it's just so massive. There's a bigger game as the 2015 playoff. So I think history repeating itself with a late scorer which is why I picked two two in the in the KOA prediction league. Okay, my friend. One over to you. You ready to set off your prediction? But um, any hot takes for yourself? Ladapo has got a good record against Sheffield Wednesday. Scored against him a few times, so surely he's going to be one of the goal scorers. But any other hot takes? We're going to go one 0 up in the first five minutes. Um, we're going to come flying out the blocks, um, and it's going to be. Um, Broadbent that scores. Broadbean. Minty. Minty. He's going to score and he's going to score an absolute thunder bastard. That's what mean, we um, want to do see. Broad, do you mean Broadchurch? Broadchurch. Broadband. Yeah. Our boy. Our boy. Heart, heart, the sweet Welsh prince's boy. He's going to score an absolute screamer. Ladapo is going to score one. One of his classic kind of fumbled finishes. Mark Beck's going to go. There's going to be limbs in section six where um mark and turbo sailor and everybody else can't name you all guys and girls and um i think barry bannon is going to be injured after 28 minutes yeah his hammy's a bit tight i've heard yeah just like let him know it going to let him know he's there no, and um, but i mean 
Bannon's going to know Morsey's there because as soon as he walks out of the dressing room and he's going to he's going to see that big old photo yeah. of him. Um, and yeah, oh, you, do you know what I fancy? I fancy a touchline brawl. I fancy like the ball getting not like Argentina Holland in the uh, World Cup where like a player boots it into the opposition bench. But I've just I just fancy the goalie the goalie coach. What's his name? The tall one. Franny Gilmartin. Yeah. yeah Reg. Yeah. Is he called is he called is his nickname Reg? Probably Reg, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So Gil Gilmartin's gonna get like Yeah. I I love I that kind of thing. I'm so, I'm such a shit house. <laughs> well like I'm sorry to say, I think Darren Moore has got Kieran McKenna a little bit because Darren Moore is a big boy um, and he's a massive defender in, he, in his time when he's played. So, yeah, I, I think he's won that battle. I don't know. Kieran McKenna could be a good scrapper. You know, he's, he's Irishman. You know, ooh, yeah. One, one, Russell, one thing I forgot to mention was there's this thing on TikTok, Techers, and it shows Son, Shawnee Aluko's tricks from the Black from the Burnley game. And I hadn't seen them. I just saw it before I came on. And everything that he was doing and taking one guy, then another guy, then cutting back inside, then doing a flick. Stuff that we don't we don't do that. It was incredible, and I wonder if he'll pick players on form. And if Aluko gets on the pitch, is 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 Aluko the missing link? Uh, whatever. But apparently at Burnley, you said Ross, he was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Well, if someone's that fantastic against the Championship side, FA Cup or not, maybe he should be given a run. Um, you know, in the Burnley. middle, in the middle next to Morsey. Yeah, in the middle next to Morsey. It'd be great to see him, wouldn't it? Oh. And Wes Burns is due. Wes Burns is due a barnstorming game, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he's turned up for the big games. You know, he scored against Derby, scored against Portsmouth, uh, scored the opener against Plymouth. So yeah. he's he's turned this up. This is massive. Games. This is the biggest game since the playoff semi-final against Norwich. With, with, yeah. So, so is, is that what we're saying? Six years. Eight years. Oh God, has it been that long? Twenty fifteen, it was. Yeah. Flipping. Flip. Where's that time gone? I know. What? I never, you know, we didn't do this podcast then. We didn't actually, we, I never knew you guys. So Ross, you know. Ross was 12 then, you know? know. Depressing, oh, isn't yeah. it? Oh, how old was I? Do you know what? I, uh, I can't be honest. You and 12. I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was being kind. I was 19. I was 19. Something like that anyway. But, but yeah, there yeah. we go. Um, oh, well, well, I was just going to I just want to see some excitement. Yes. I just want to, I want to, Barry Bannon will be able to hear what I'm saying to him. And I, and I have to point out, yes, I'm in the U2 and it's very, very close, but you can still have banter with players and not swear or be abusive. You could just say, hey, you, I think you're a Wally or hey, you, you don't want it. You don't want it. You don't look, you know, look at you. You don't have to call everybody a, a you know what or a you, or a you know this, you know, let's let's be intelligent. Let's not get arrested or banned. Because other words are available and often more potent. So yeah, that's yeah. my message. Don't yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Just, just, just finally, um, Harvey Davis, the Welsh Prince, has posted him to his team for Saturday. Oh, okay. Walton, Burgess Wolfenden, Davis Clark, Morsey Humphreys, Chaplin, Jackson, Burns, Ladapo. See, we just don't know what he's gonna pick. Don't know. That's twelve players, isn't it? No, that was eleven, you move. <laughs> I thought um, I, 12. I just thought I'd get Sorry. a mention for the sweet Welsh Prince. I know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. De and do you know what? Jackson isn't for a shout. You know, he's had some really good performances against Burnley. So, I'd, as you to, said, to Alex, honest, on, for on form, you know. 
I would bring saying that I was going to say I would bring him on against tiring limbs for the last 20, but he doesn't make an impact off the bench. Does he? No, he's a great, great starter. Just like Ladapo. We love him, but he doesn't like, doesn't make a difference. Um, We We shall see. Yeah, it's going to be. A, I can't wait. And and it's Sheffield Sheffield Wednesday fans are, are a pretty good bunch. You know, I think they're quite similar to us. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be a great atmosphere, boys. Can't wait for it. Um, if you are going to the game, enjoy it. If you're not, of course, follow the game of us. See game day. All the pieces online and all that sort of stuff. But um, as ever, Alex, any other business, my friend? Any other little shout outs or nuggets you want to share to the world? Okay. Um, no, I'm no, I'm all right. I got all my stats out there. Um, I think the key one is those nine home games. Yeah. They are so, so eminently winnable. So the chance is there. Let's let's just go and grab it now. Please, please, God. <laughs> please, to the Itrich Town Gods, please. You're giving us that curse of all these years. Just please. Um, Bono, over to you, my friend. Any other business? I've, I've, I've said my piece. Uh, I was obviously on the main pod. I'm on this pod. I'm everywhere. One place where I wasn't was at the State of Union address. I recently received a rather abusive tweet from a a, a faceless account uh, accusing me of being the enemy of freedom. And then I pointed out, hey, I'm not actually Bono. <laughs> Bono, Bono would have m- more than however many followers I've got. You're so way I pointed Oh, thank you. Bless you. You can you can come back. Come again. Um, so uh yeah, but no, let's just let's just yeah. I was gonna come out, hold on, talk amongst yourselves. I do have something to say. I need to remind myself of it. It's been a busy day, darlings. Stand by. Well, well this this is an opportunity for us to plug the sponsors. Um so of course, Manscape, use the code KOA, they get twenty percent off, I think. And uh, free delivery uh, on checkout and all that sort of stuff. And, of course, Ginger Pickle. Up the 20th Southgate. Google marketing, Google <clears> ads. <throat> improve your website. Improve all your yeah CEO and all that jazz. Use them, and uh, he'll help you out with all the Ginger Pickle marketing Ross, needs. Yes. Ross, do you, think, do you think Harness is now going to be out, just not going to start games now, do you think? Mm, depends. Last two league games, he hasn't started now. They're new arrivals. Where's then, Harness? He came off the bench for Cambridge and play, played in that centre midfield role. So we've got versatile players, it shows. You know, Kane Jackson yeah. could go on the left as well if needed. He did that against Sheffield Wednesday when we went to Hillsborough. So it's crazy. Once get it? out, the it's, options, the options that we've got options. are just crazy. Yeah. Um, Bono with with uh, bear with We're waiting, to, Bono. Yeah. Go on. So this is a quote from Socrates. Not Socrates, the footballer, even though I did see a meme with Socrates's face. Was it Socrates? I went a bit accidental partridge there. And he said this. Beauty comes first. Victory is secondary. What matters is joy. So, guys and girls, whenever you're feeling down about Ipswich Town, whenever we've thrown two points away against little cambridge united bless them just remember that winning it doesn't matter what comes first is joy so on that note i'm going to hand you back over to ross (laughs) sorry i don't know where that came from 
but as Alex said, we need to win. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Win, 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 win games if we want to win. Winning, <laughs> winning, winning gives me joy. Yeah, yeah. Bollock, bollocks to that. Speaking of bollocks, <laughs> manscape.com. Do you remember when I got in trouble for saying bollocks? Well, I've just said it three times. It's fine, mate. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, bring it on, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a very good game on Saturday. Look, looking forward to it. Um, if you haven't already, of course, subscribe um, to all your podcast uh, platforms. Of course, subscribe to us on YouTube for the Kings of Anglia content. Um, give us a follow on all the socials. Go and follow Bono. Follow Alex on Twitter and all that sort of stuff. Um, we'll be back next week for many more podcasts and content uh, talking about the Sheffield Wednesday game. Let's bring it on. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>